Greetings, mortals. You are listening to Bourbon and Barbarians, an actual play recording presented by the Cromcast. Are we good to just jump into it? I think so. When we last left off, you all were at the Drunk Duck. You were in your cups. You were making friends. You were coming to the decision that you were going to depart for the logging camp on the morrow. And I think that's probably a good place for us to pick up would be uh, your trip to said logging camp, which is ultimately the the last stop before the the fell mountain that you are that you're heading towards is your ultimate destination. This is a green belt. That's right. Yeah. So this is a very small logging town, uh, but it's, I mean, I, I guess not. It's a camp is more appropriate. Like what this town is is a handful of families that live there throughout the year, but then larger numbers of workers, loggers, lumberjacks that that head up once the ice thaws, and then works like hell, you know, throughout the the the, the relatively short growing season when it's accessible and the roads aren't too muddy to, to, you know, skid out logs and to get them into the river. And then, you know, the cold starts to set in. And then a lot of people, except for the hardest of souls that actually eke out a living in this, in this village, uh, you know, strike out. So that's where you're heading. And it's, it's a ways away from the keep on the borderlands. So it's a ways away South. Yeah. Uh, no, to the north, north end of the okay. east. You're That's going into the mountains. Yep. Okay. Yep. So looking at your map, you should be heading to the north and east of the keep upstream uh, on the mountain fork and heading towards, you know, the heart of the Griffin Mountains. So there's a, there's a, uh, on the, on the north portion of the mountains, there's, uh, what is the Forlorn Forest? The, the 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 actual like city state of Lakstad and that leads into the northern seas you know and White Fang Bay is the the main one okay and these are these are maps that are also on the Facebook page too yeah how many days journey is this a lot we will pick up the story with you all coming into the the logging camp and we can we can have this be your 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 last stop, your last call for provisions before you depart, you know, to your to the module and to what adventure awaits you. So you come into the hamlet of Greenbelt. As I said, it's a it's it's a logging camp and it's early in the season. That is spring is just coming on. So at this point there's not many uh, lumberjacks that have made their way into the the camp proper. The mud track that runs right through the heart of everything uh, basically bisects what passes for an inn and a provisioner on one side of the road and a smithy and a tool shed slash tool shop on the other side of the road. And within the immediate area, you can see a couple homesteads as well as some rough hewn, uh, like white pine shacks that are 
newer and look like they've only been built over, you know, the previous year. But they're like barracks or bunkhouses. So this logging camp, is it's full of seasonal workers. That's right. Roughly about how many people are here? Oh, uh, well, from what you can see, I mentioned there's the 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 hall that passes for the inn, mm-hmm. and then there's a smithy and a tool shop, and those are really the only three shops that you can see here. Uh, you can see probably three or four homesteads off to the southeast side of the road, and a couple bunkhouses. So just in terms of overall people that would be here, tens. Okay. So like <laughs> not hundreds, but we're talking about more, more than twenty, but less than fifty. Uh, more than twenty and less than a hundred, somewhere okay. in that neighborhood. I mean, conceivably, like those bunk houses look like you could get, uh, I don't know, like twenty or forty dudes in there uh, if they were stacked to the rafters, and that's probably what happens. These dudes probably go out and like, you know, hew down pine trees and get all sapped up and tarred up and you know, get all messed up in the evening drinking some, some, some dirty old rock gut and then stumble back to their bunkhouse and wake up the next morning and do it again. Like this is, these are not nice accommodations here. They've been drinking Applejack that is frozen all winter. That's right. Been decanted. (laughs) That's right. And so, you know, when they get back in the spring, (laughs) there's, (laughs) there's the barrels that have been like, like stood up and they just sort of pop the bung and pour out the fresh, the fresh, uh, the fresh distillate. And so if nice. you're there earlier in the season, maybe that's an incentive before things melt a little bit, you start getting the lower strength, uh, you know, low octane alcohol. If you're there early, you get the, you get the good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm a lumberjack and that's okay. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, okay. So as far as provisions go, like there's a blacksmith who has general sort of goods and that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys come up and it's midday. You basically broke camp and made your way along the, the, the mud path, uh, for about half a day. So you're coming into Greenbelt, uh, you know, around the, the lunch hour or maybe when you would have a crust of bread or a, a squirt of ale out of your, 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 you know, your, your, your wine sack or whatever. Uh, and you can see the smithy, you know, it's a smithy because it's puffing out a little bit of smoke and there's, there's some various activity. You hear some clanging going on. So, you know that, and then you see a number of like ponies and stuff that are tied up out front of the, the, the hall slash bin. Well, we should probably stop there, right? And refresh ourselves and sure. get ready to go to, uh, this mountain where the treasure Allegedly hides. I. I look at my little dwarven companion, and I, I'm. <laughs> I, I try to like, like I clasp him at first, clasp him on the shoulder, uh-huh. and then I realize that he's a feral dwarf, <laughs> <laughs> and then I quickly yank my hand away, and I nod, and I say, "Okay, let let's go, buddy." <laughs> okay, so at this point, you have your character sheets in front of you. You guys know what the fuck's on there. Uh, you should have an idea of if you need anything. This is the last last chance. Uh, uh, just wh- what are you doing? Hard tack. I mean, we have our mule that we've loaded our uh, or our donkey, I guess that we've loaded our 
uh, gear on right. or pony or whatever. And uh, uh, we've brought some rations, but whatever whatever food rations, uh, we can get whatever uh, ammunition for like bows. Do you guys have bows? Yeah. What kind of weapons do you two have? Uh, I've got a sl- I've got a sling and a dagger and a ten foot pole. Nice already. And and the arcane arts. How about you? Uh, I've got a two handed sword and a bola. Oh. Ebola. A little better for where we're headed. Oh, bola! Like the the three rocks that are tied together that you throw at people's legs. Uh, okay, that's better. Gotcha. I've got a short sword and a mace and a whip. Nice. Do we have to- torches. Mm-hmm. I do. I, I do have because I can't use one with a two-handed sword. I do have um, two torches and a um, what is it? I have a lantern, but it's like a hooded lantern. That's what I'm searching for. Okay. I have three torches. I have a rope because rope is important mm-hmm. in the wilderness where we're headed, and a wine skin, which is obviously the most important. Obviously. No, I didn't know we do in our whole inventory. What? I've got more than just a sword. I so this is my prompt to to uh, get you all to compare notes and to see if you need anything else before uh, you uh, leave town. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've also got a fifty foot rope, a water skin, and like a week's worth of food. Okay. Yeah, I think we're pretty well set. Uh, I'll ask at the end if anyone is available uh, to be hired for a uh, gold piece to take us up to the foot of the mountain. Oh, okay. So uh, the hall itself is, well, let's see. It's probably only about 20 or 30 foot by like 40 or 50 foot. Mm-hmm. So it's like the size of a small barn. And off to the side of that, you see a small barn that's about the same <laughs> the same size. And so they're kind of sandwiched up together. Uh, everything here in the town is made of just stripped, raw, like clapboard pine. So you get a sense here that it's pretty wet uh, and things seem to be pretty green as far as the lumber here. They probably have to build a lot of this stuff on a pretty regular basis just to be resistant to the elements. But given that they've got a... Uh, apparently unlimited supply of, of resources. Like it's just virgin timber that you, that you've been coming through here. There's just as many pine trees as you would want to cut down across lifetimes. Uh, they're probably just cutting down and building here. So the hall looks relatively fresh and green. Uh, but the, <laughs> the, the, the material that like the accoutrements of the area are just worn and frazzled. So while the building, the structure is is new, everything else is not. Uh, as you're, you know, ducking around, you you've got your single pony from what you've described here that you're lashing up. Uh, you see, you know, an older an older feller out on the porch, you know, smoking out of a out of a rough hewn pipe, and he's just sort of eyeballing you. And he says, you know, what are you looking at, old man? Oh, nice! You cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks at you all wonky-eyed and wow. If you be wanting some lunch, get in there and go see the missus. Uh I could go first. <laughs> I think I think the old man and uh go in to to look around and 
take stock and yeah. and and definitely want uh, a sandwich. Okay. Uh, whatever small mammal that they've roasted. I got gotcha. you. And whatever hard tack they've got. Okay. And I'll I'll uh, pay some coppers and give a, a few copper pieces extra. Okay. So as uh, as you guys are like coming up the the steps and it's you know clunk 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 old like wonky eyed you know grumpy grumpy pants is like he hollers back and he's yowling we got visitors and so you come in and you see uh, a, a rosy cheeked middle aged woman you know who's bustling around behind the bar and she's able to you know supply at least like uh, what would pass for a sandwich some meat and you know stuffed into a, a biscuit or like a, a, a piece of like hard tack bread oh man biscuits oh boy <laughs> it sounds like uh, uh, when you want lunch at my grandparents' house <laughs> and there's leftover biscuits yeah. and maybe some sausage for breakfast. And they don't make lunch. It's breakfast and dinner, kids. Put it together. Yep. <laughs> I stuff my mouth with sausage bread. Is there anybody else uh, in here getting lunch or is it just the three of us now? Uh, no, there are. There's actually a band of... There's three, uh, three fellers over over at one of the tables, and they're basically sitting around with, with ale horns, and they look to be just in themselves. Like they have like traveling clothes on them, not necessarily like uh, standard working at the Smith or or working out in the woods clothes. They've got like cloaks on and you know a satchel down by the by the table, that kind of thing. Some of them rangers. Yeah. <laughs> Some are, of them, they're rangers. Are they hunters? Does it look like? No, no. Okay. These, these guys, these guys are lumber, lumberjacks coming straight up into town. Oh, ah, okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're big, hard men that, that are burly, burly. And it, they came on foot. <laughs> by, by all the gods. <laughs> Greetings. Yeah. They, they, they raise up a, you know, like a, a waxed flagon and, and give you a give you a nod. Uh, you know, reflecting on how you guys got here, there's no easy way to get here, nor is there a quick way to get here. The road's just too damn muddy. Like if you were wealthy enough to have your own horse and to be able to 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 travel on this road, you could make the trek, but it would just take you very long. Like you're almost as quick going on foot, and so you get the sense that if you're if you're a logger, you've probably been traveling a fortnight over the, the 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 hinterlands here to get to this mining town, and you know you're probably damn tired. So they're probably laying up for the day before they would start start cutting trees tomorrow. So I'll say, how's the ale? Because I'm a total nerd mage, right? Like, I don't know these things. We shouldn't talk to these guys. We need to get on the road. They, they say it's passable enough. There's, for, for, a, for a good penny, you can get some of, the, some of the Applejack that's outside around back. I'll have some. Okay. The, the, uh, the, the bustling woman peeks up and she says, what's that? She wants to know, you know, what's the, what's the order on that? Like, the, the fact that you're... You're looking to spend some some coppers. Yeah, whiskeys for uh, myself and my two associates. Okay. Uh, so with that, she she bustles about, and you can tell that she's gone around the corner, and she'll be she'll be back <laughs> momentarily. So, yep. <laughs> I'm I'm beginning to understand how this character is going to be played now. <laughs> 
Hello. So, <laughs> so she comes back Yo, around, gee. and uh, there's uh, basically, uh, you know, she's carrying things on a on like a wooden plank, and on top of that wooden plank, there's like divots that are that are you know cut out so that it's going to hold the the vessels here. And so we have like some some again things things aren't new here. The 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 building lumber is fresh, but everything else is pretty worn. So like the crockery, the the cups that are that are carrying this this like cider distillate is. These these cups have seen better days. They're relatively clean, but I guess <laughs> something like they they've been you know hardened uh, and cooked. But yeah, but that's the material that they're wood. They got to be wooden, right? Like, well, no. So like the, the the plate is wooden with those like divots to like hold the, okay. the clay like little cups, okay. uh, like almost you know they're not shot glasses. They're holding like four or six ounces. You know, got it. If the, if this stuff is is uh is apple whiskey you just got like four fingers worth a nice worth of a good dose that's that's well worth a few pennies she said this uh the 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 cask is still is still frozen solid so so this right here is uh is probably the best that you're gonna get of the season well friends we've made it just in time and i pay her some some pennies for for this and for the food okay and i say we're we're headed to the mountain I'm assuming that she just knows which mountain. She <laughs> she she looks and she says, "Well, well, which mountain would that be? They're all they're all they're all around us. One made of rocks. Uh, it's we think filled with treasure. We're mm. actually unsure. I've only heard whispers and rumors, and I read about it in a scroll. Mm. She says, <laughs> "I followed these two. I I I've also heard rumors, but uh, no name." You you're seeking the mountain they call the Death Frost. You you know this mountain. Like it's you have more specific information than just saying go up to yeah, go true. up to Greenbelt. Yeah. Uh, but upon mention of of that name, she she looks darkly and she she sort of uh, you know makes the sign of the evil eye and she says it's best not to not to speak of things even during the the bright light of the morning hours. Okay, what can you tell What's us about this? Uh, Ixnay. On the treasure tray. With with that, she she bustles away. She's no, no more she, information. Yeah, she's she is not communicative at this point. Like oh. she's going about her business. She you know hustles away with the coins and 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 stuffs them like you know down her down down her, her down her yeah her down bosom. her down her little uh like the purse that she's carrying and makes away and makes herself busy at the bar. Well, I'm gonna uh, stand with my whiskey and I'm gonna say, uh, I'm Grigory, the preternatural. And I fear no man, and I fear no mountain. And friends, we're going to find secrets, arcane, and treasures valuable. And with that, I just chug this. I slam it. <laughs> How badly does it burn me? <laughs> it's fire, but it's, it's cold fire. fire. It's, 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 it's almost, if, if it could be frozen, it would be. Uh, but it, you know, sh- this is just fresh off the keg. It came in, and you you're drinking it within just mere moments of it of it being poured off. And so it is it is cold fire. That's the way that you would drink such a drink here in Greenbelt. Yeah. Okay. So all right, it burns, I, and and uh, yeah. I I say, did you call me a nerd under your breath? <laughs> I, I I would like to talk to Grigory <laughs> just a little. Bit. Listen, we this is a rough town. We're surrounded by rough people. You're gonna have to calm down a little bit, okay? You keep talking about treasure. We're going to this death frost place. You're gonna get us killed these before are, we even leave Lumberjack. Friend, 
these are salt of the earth people. I, they I are trust, salt of the earth people. I, tr- I trust them explicitly. You're a slug of the earth kind of guy, and that doesn't usually mix well with salt. <laughs> I see what you did there with your words. Very well. I'll take myself outside, and I'll ask the old man. He seemed very pleasant. I see it first, like many things in the north. Mm. But I think that I can get some information from him. At this point, you stumble out a little bit. It's, you're a little <laughs> bit wobbly. I mean, yeah. you get a feel that you just caught a buzz real quick. Uh, but old Gunther's there, and he <laughs> he spits out his loogie, and he's got his uh, he's got that stanky old corncob pipe. It's not really corncob because they're not growing corn here. But he's got like a turnip hole that he's like carved out, and oh. that's what he's smoking out of. <laughs> Uh, that's so, awesome so he's <laughs> smoking out of this turnip pipe uh and and it's 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 pretty stinky it's it's more of a burnt hay smell smell than like a you know like a like a good tobacco smell this is not the the, the classic long bottom leaf that, no. uh, that you might <laughs> associate from the summerlands. this is something a bit more rank uh but he 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 looks over and he says well did you get your sandwich um yes sir sandwich and more besides mm. uh is it you that distilled the spirit he says that would be that would be my my youngest at this point he's he's taken over most of the shining well he does a shining job sir he just gives a mm, nod mm. uh my associates and i are going to death frost the mountain that is uh rumored to be demon haunted and treasure filled there's a, there's a glimmer in his eye, and he says, I don't know why you'd want to be messing up there on the, the slopes of that there mountain. Well, I have reasons of my own, uh, as do my friends. He says, you're not going to find anything up there but a crazy old man. Crazy old man? What what might be his name? He says, old Zeke's caretaker of the, the cemetery there at the foot of the, foot of the, foot of the, the peak. Now we have to go through a cemetery. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Does it, I throw buried, salt over my shoulder. Who's buried in the cemetery? Is it? Is it? Is it folks from here? Yep. A long, <laughs> a long is, is time ago. Is he chewing ago. too? Like I want him to be chewing he's, and and smoking, and he spits. <laughs> maybe he's maybe he's working something. Who knows? Maybe he's got like a like a like a a bit of like fruit jerky, like something that's you know. A bit, a bit brown and sweet that he's chawing on. It's not exactly tobacco, but it's more like sugared up sap, sap. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's, it's a bit of like sappy uh, Wait, uh, dude, pine bark. Yeah, it's like maple. We're in the north, maybe, 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 could be. Yeah, I mean that's a, that's a good. It's, it's a bit of you know some sort of like sweet bark tree, uh, while he's you know chuffing away on a on a turnip pipe here, and he. You can get a sense. This guy, he's an honorary old son of a bitch, and he might be a bit windy with the stories that he's telling, but he clearly thinks himself the 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 the, the cock of the walk and the, the, the roost you know, the the main <laughs> the boss here. The main dude. He's he's the main dude. Well uh, how long how long would it take us if we left at first light? I guess I shouldn't say first light because the sun doesn't go down here, mm-hmm. right? But if we leave uh, before morning work begins, how long of a journey are we looking at to get to Zeke? Mm. He thinks about it. He says, well, on foot with you and your pony, you'd probably be looking at near on a day's a day's journey on the path. Ah, okay. So 
we'll have lunch on the on the path, friends. Uh, if it we'll, suits you, we'll we'll make it to Zeke's by dinner time, and we'll have company, and we'll have in a graveyard. I'm certain a roaring fire. And he's just he's just shaking his head at this point. He said, "If it suits you, fire. well, I believe that this is my path, and I must take it. I must follow. This is my fate." As long as your coin is good, I will guide you on your foolhardy mission into a cemetery picnic. Worry not, my tiny friend. I will. I am con- tiny. I will continue to line your pockets with gold and silver for as long as you will accompany me. Yep. So what at this, about this fellow? at this point, it's middle. Uh, of the I don't. Day. I don't pay him. I don't know why he's with us. Uh, <laughs> 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 from a narrative perspective, <laughs> uh, we needed a healer. You invited me along. That's right. And oh, the, I, yeah. We said there's a there's a dragon sword. Yes, I'm searching for it. I hope it's here. Yeah. Are you paying me too? No. Why would I pay you? You Join invited me. me into this party. I told you that I was the only one that could help you find your sword. Somebody invited me along. That's right. I think. <laughs> You're with us. So okay. Well, we've got information. We've got a path, and we know how long it's going to take. Um. If you guys need supplies, let's look around for supplies. Otherwise, I'm ready to just uh, uh, amuse the uh, the people here with my magical abilities and hit the hay. All right. I yes. Say, yeah. I say we should go to bed. Okay. It's so been it's, a long day's journey. It's midday. You guys have got... Uh, the afternoon in front of you, but easy enough. You can actually get a, there's not necessarily nice accommodations within the hall proper. Uh, but there's actually a couple rooms that, that can be taken up. So if you're, if you're wanting a room, you can do that. I mean, are dwarves allowed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, there's there's not any. You get the sense here that it's this is a hard scrabble enough place that if anybody's if anybody's up here, there's not much in the way of preju- prejudice. Uh, you know, further south in the Summerlands, the Kalish folk are uh, are you know sort of frowned upon, and there's there's definitely sort of a standoffish nature about a lot of people dealing with say uh, dwarves and elves and halflings. If you're if you're, if you're down in the more settled portions of the world, you know they're just mm-hmm. a little bit a little bit off. You know their ways are not the ways of man. Uh, but here you get a sense that it's hard enough just to make a living. There's there's not necessarily like judgments that are passed. Everybody's got a story to tell here. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. No, the, everybody's the, running from something up here, boy. I mean, doors doors are just uh, you know, a little bit closer to the ground. That means they can dig a bit harder. Nice. So, yeah. So there probably are people who are digging like mining coal, and there are probably people that are chopping trees. Yeah. I mean, that's 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 definitely the truth, and I mean, there's you not never leave Greenfield alive. Right, yeah. <laughs> All right, so you well, guys. I have a deck uh, of cards if you want to while away part of the afternoon before we fall asleep. Sure. Okay. So, uh, so y'all are gonna kick it around the the what passes for the inn in the great hall and, and just keep drinking and just be here. You're gonna drink yourself into oblivion. You're gonna play a few a few hands of uh of cards here. Slapjack. Slap. When, when I deal, that's the game that we're playing. Okay, slapjack. <laughs> it's uh, it's slapjack with applejack. 
Yeah, with Applejack. <laughs> you gotta you gotta continually sort of go through the rules with a couple of the the lumberjacks that that, that come in on the game. Uh, but uh, you're able to pass the day away. You while it away. So we can we can move along. So what time are y'all gonna want to take off in the morning? Presumably, there's like some foreman or some some person who's like you know all right time to get out it's morning shift and half an hour eat eat something and get out there you you some bitches yeah like, that's that's definitely true like what happens if if you're just gonna leave well enough alone and you're staying in the in the the great hall you're you're in one of the rooms that are kind of set aside for traveling salesmen or whatever whoever might be coming up here bringing supplies that kind of thing right you've got a a coach that's running up a (laughs) a box or two of like you know turnips and carrots and shit i just pictured Uh, somebody selling brushes (laughs) (laughs) i got the finest brushes i got snake oil i made a wrong turn in albuquerque uh you're you're in the 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 provisioner slash in but you hear at you know, damn near after first light, banging on the clapboard of the bunkhouse. That's just uh, let's see. I mean, it's it's real close, like in the neighborhood of 40, 50 feet away. The the slapping and banging on the on the wood it wakes you up, and it's it definitely is the foreman that that's getting the the drunk miners up and about, and they're they're soon to be hitting the woods. This is it. So yeah, f- yep. um, getting up, memorizing spells. Okay. Um, do you want to know what spells I have memorized in my list? Nope. So okay. long as you got them, you're good. I got them. And right. filling up water skins. Yep. Buying some more wine for the wine skins. Yeah, so you can buy a bottle of the Applejack for another copper or two. Okay. So uh so I'm, go ahead and note that for sure. Yep. I mean, you can buy what you want as far as uh food and liquor here. Uh if you're wanting to do otherwise at this point the Smithy isn't gonna be open for just a little bit, but you guys didn't didn't move around on that on the night the day before, so I think you're good there. Uh, Alwyn has probably a couple daughters that are tending around the the keep in the morning. You see you see a couple younger ones that are bustling about, and I mean they're still like you know in their early thirties, late twenties. They're not they're not necessarily like youngsters, uh, but you get the family that it's a. You get the sense that it's a family that's sort of working and maintaining the central accommodations here. I like to think of them taking after their dad and they're smoking turnip pipes and they just <laughs> stink. We'll say one of them anyway. Okay. She's she, she's a little bit uh, less kept, you know, the, the like her apron's a bit dirty. The other one uh, is, is uh, a bit more tidy and tends to be doing a bit more of the work. And so you've got one that's definitely taken after the mama and one that's definitely taken after the papa that tend to be working the, the barkeep in the area. And so you guys are there, you're learning your spells and you're doing your business in the morning. Uh, I mean, there's a, a pretty quick stream as you're first waking up and you're sort of in the, the, the common room of loggers coming in and it's the kind of thing where they come in, you know, there's one of those little crock drinks set down and, a, and an egg, like side by side. And it's just like a hard boiled egg that they quickly, you know, shell out, pop it in, take their take the shot. They get their morning constitutional and they head back out and they're they're <laughs> on it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I imagine after like I think it takes an hour to uh-huh. memorize spells and stuff. Yep. And, yeah. And after that, like. I'm I'm good to go. Okay, so you guys, you guys are, are you're wrapping up here like for what passes for the company store, and these guys are just doing their thing. You guys are doing your thing. You're ready to head out at this point. 
uh, we can just move along with your adventure. Magic nerds. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's so, our team name. <laughs> magic nerds. Go. Okay. I'm not a nerd. He's gonna bang his fist on the table. Do you have magic? Yeah. Nerd. Okay. From Greenbelt, you're heading to the north and east. And so as it stands right now, you're in uh, a cleared area. Like they, there's there's been some removal of the primary growth forest here. And uh, the country is a bit more uh, suitable for clearing here too. So, so immediately to your north and west, it becomes mountain, right? But you're kind of in the foothills here. Uh, and definitely you're close to the tree line. So within just a little bit of travel, you're going to be getting beyond the point at which the virgin, stout, big tree growth is here just because the land is getting rockier and craggier. You are going up, up, up the mountain. Is is there any kind of discernible path, Muddy? Is it maybe? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So you are following a road, uh, and this is a this is a muddy cart path, at least for the first while. And you can see uh, logger access for for probably the first hour, hour and a half. You're moving along here. Uh, once you get past that, the road becomes less traveled. I mean, there's not been people making this this traverse here, but the road is so long standing and the area is so absent of of big vegetation that it's almost as if it's a well a well-worn road, you know, of of ages past. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So kind of like how you can see uh like a modern logging road, like even if it's a hundred years old, yep. like you can still see where it's at in the in in the forest. That's exactly right. And so you're getting through the deep, dark patches of of the big conifers that the 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 the, the, the logging companies have been or company has been has been working on, and you get into a mix of much scrubbier uh, conifer and deciduous trees. Uh, and and really, you get to bald, exposed rock faces, and before you know it, you are you're in snow, and you're you're moving along. So so any of the insect life that happened to be starting to come out and about you over the first hour or so uh, becomes absent, and it gets cold. So you're going to need to draw your furs up closer to yourselves, and you're you're moving along uh, for what passes over probably three hours and you will be coming up on a smell. So, so off the side of the, the trail, you see, uh, a couple, a couple carcasses that are sort of hung up <laughs> along the road and you get the smell of, of some dead and rotting flesh. And so you see, evidence of Zeke before you see Zeke himself. You're coming upon uh, some very crude taxidermied work. Pelts and whatnot have been tacked apart like on the faces of trees as you're passing along the road. That's horrifying. What the uh, Sam hell is this? 
Does it look like there's any rhyme or reason to it, or is it is it just like? Yeah, there's there's rhyme, there's reason. There's uh, a lot of these skins. It's fur against the tree with the with the the bloody bit to the outside, and you can see in crude charcoal writing various names you know mary bell walker hangs on one tree there's you know other other names uh halvig and 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 windeland and like lots of different names seem to be etched on drying uncured pelts how many how many animals have been like strung up is it like a deer that is like a couple deer that have been cut into bits or is like each pelt hole with a name on it like are there two dozen deer and other animals that have been killed here like Eh. i guess what is this guy like is all he been doing killing animals and skinning them Mm, it's hard to say i mean there's definitely a lot of there's a lot of dead stuff that's strung up here if you're if you're continuing along the path you do see uh what would pass for partial like capes of 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 various deer so you've got like uh skinned out deer and uh like what what you could maybe see as a bighorn sheep or something and and definitely you know from the size but yet the color it's a whitish sort of fur that should be a much larger animal the bit that you're seeing here is a partial cape of that animal where there's there's been etching and of course it's bloody and nasty but you get the sense that there's at least two or three big animals and a lot of little animals that have been that have been skinned out here well I say you have to keep your wits about you somehow in these far northern reaches. So um, I'm sure he just has an active interest in taxidermy. I say Zeke is a serial killer. Uh, Burzon just doesn't know what to think about it. Like, it seems like such a waste of a good pelt, especially up here in the cold. I can see that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, are we within sight of the cabin or the the lodgings? Or? So you move along and you do see uh, a, a cabin. That there's a little bit of smoke that's puffing out of it. So at this point, it's middle of the day. Uh, you're back on to lunchtime. You guys came into Greenbelt around lunchtime. You're here, here uh, at, at, at Zeke's abode around lunchtime. And there's there's a puffing going on at the cabin from from the fire that seems to be going on there. When you said puffing, I I thought of the bird. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> why is the pu- why is that puffing there? Better not be any dead puffins around here. Well, shall we announce our presence and be and be welcomed into this wonderful home? Go for it, tall guy. Uh, I look down at my small friend and <laughs> I, I say, you know. I think I will. Sure. <laughs> Just let uh, me duck over here for a second. What does the cabin look like? There, there's a fire, but like, is does the uh, taxidermy? There are pelts that are on the continue? outside of this, and they're much older. Mm-hmm. Uh, this cabin, in contrast with the the bunkhouse and the 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 great hall of Greenbelt, this is old wood. This is okay. something that's been standing for for time immemorial. Mm. Okay. Can we can we see the cemetery like from where we're at, or is it another hike up from the cabin? You you don't see a cemetery. I bet it's snowed over. Mm. Okay. And why what are your the, what are your hit points there, tall friend? Uh, not very good. I'm a mage. All right, uh, southern friend. What are your hit points? Twenty one. Let's think about this. Why would there Pretty be good. a cemetery way up here? 
Yeah, I don't know. I, can I roll? Got, is there any like a wisdom check or something that I could roll? Like, is he trying to keep like named skeletons or dead people away from his cabin or something? Would I know that? So the way we're going to play this from this point forward, I'm going to be a bit more hard nosed with this module than the last thing. Uh, if you so so, tell me how you're arriving at that knowledge. Rather than telling me what, like, is asking, is there a role? Say, I want to roll for this based on my knowledge of blah. Okay. Like, as a way to sort of facilitate how we're arriving at that. Because we're playing loose here. There's not the skills that you would see in third edition or 3.5. We are, like, if you say, I want to search within my deep, dark knowledge of the arcane, and that would be a wisdom check. Like, that's how we would play that. So if you can justify them, I don't know, like, if you can justify to me a role on the basis of whatever you're trying to sell me, I'll go with it. Um, Burzon is is trained a bit as a cleric, and it mm-hmm. seems like I, we're coming up to a, a cemetery that, why is it here? And there's all this weird occulty names on pelts. It just seems like... That seems like, like something. Maybe he's trying to ward off some undead or something. More specifically, would would this fit into funerary rites in the north, as far as we know? Like any funerary customs, or is this like just bonkers? I think is is maybe yeah. the more. Oh, it, yeah. it, this it's this seems to be bonkers. I mean, there's 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 nothing that you know about like uh, painting people's names onto to dead pelts, uh, like dead animals' pelts that would you know, protect them. I mean, the, that you're aware of. Right. Uh, but you know, Burzon is, is of the, is of the, the blighted lands far to the South of the Summerlands. So, so we don't necessarily know what might be going on up here in the mountains, but yeah, like that, what? this does not, doesn't seem that there's rhyme or reason to go on here. I'm from the North and uh-huh. my family runs a cult. Maybe if I do a wisdom <laughs> check, I could, I could maybe know something about what's going on here. Okay. So go ahead and roll 3d6. Is that under your wisdom score? It is under my wisdom score. Okay. So, uh, you, you, you come from a, a long and storied family history of cults. <laughs> so, so you, <laughs> you know, there are, there are enclaves and, and various, religious sects that are that have persisted here within the griff mountains for like time immemorial like this is really uh uh, the cradle of of life at least for a lot of mankind who knows what the fey folks say you don't even really put a whole lot of 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 stock you yourself are fey right we are uh, yeah but my family has converted to to worshiping the to Marzana, is that right. her name? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the the mankind feels as if they were originally born from uh, this this holy trinity of the All Father and Perun and Velos, right? And so you have that trinity that are very much tied to northern culture, and so there's there's a lot of messed up stuff that's that's been thought over the years up here in the north in terms of what people have thought you yourself coming from a dwarven culture it's hard for you to get a grasp of what might be going on here specifically but definitely over the the deep dark history of the world 
uh, of the borderlands and of the winterlands, there was a a group of of slider men that were found across the mountains that were known as the Duvanku. And it seems that what you're seeing here, if it's related to some messed up cult, it would surely be tied to that earlier civilization. So that's not good, guys. <laughs> I don't think we're going to learn anymore without finding Zeke, though. Well, there's, there's a fire here's in my cabin. proposal. You hired me to be a guide. I have the most hit points. I'll call out to Zeke. Okay. You just um, go bang just up the door. I'll I'll well, be. I'm, re- I'm going to yell for him. I'll be right behind you. Uh, okay, you and do that. I'll go ahead and get a couple of rocks in my sling, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So you, uh, oh Zeke, you we come to pay our respects. <laughs> so Alaric he booms out in his 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 dwarven bellow for Zeke. And y'all are quiet. There's a hush, and you hear chopping. Not in the the far distance, but but it wasn't something that you heard upon your your arrival. The fact that you're all sort of like still and listening for a response, you're able to hear that just to uh, the the, the downslope position. There's a chopping of of, of somebody you know uh, going to town on a tree. You can hear that. So he's but armed. No response to the call. Negative. <clears throat> well, I suggest that we follow the sound that we hear. And we talk to him there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to the cabin and like try the door. I'm gonna stay behind both of these guys. Sling is at the ready. <laughs> and I'm I'm making this sign, which is the 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 horns, the Dio horns. The horns of Velos. Yeah. And the low lord. From from which I will summon arcane powers mm. if needed. The low one. There needs to be a guitar solo playing as you say all that. I'll cue it. <laughs> okay, so uh, we have Brazon going, and are you like just outright opening the door of the the cabin? I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock first, but if there's no answer, I'm gonna like open it. So you knock on the door. Please jiggle the handle, see if it's open. So there's not really a handle to speak of. You give it a knock, and the door itself swings a little bit freely, like it kind of like claps in just a minute or you know just a hair and then comes back uh so the door is not locked and it doesn't necessarily even have a lock on it like the door just sort of like comes up in the jam so it's it swings free and you could like push it in and and enter into the abode if you wished Uh, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna swing it open and poke my head in because i'm I'm a little worried that maybe zeke is just dead inside given what we're seeing out here. I feel okay. Like, I feel like Zeke probably is dead inside. So you <laughs> you <laughs> knock you knock the door and you push it hard. The door swings inward and before it starts to do the backswing, you sort of put your hand there and catch it. It's pretty dark inside. It's a it's a bit smoky for what you yourself would prefer uh for the inside of like a, a cabin with a with a with an ongoing fire. But inside you see a variety of of skins turned wet side towards the inside. There's a, there's a dirty old cot over in one side. Uh, there's a couple piles of like grain sacks over in the corner. This is like a hovel. There's, there's not a whole lot here to, uh, <laughs> to ransack. If that was your thing, uh, there's like the barest of necessities and everything is, is dirty. But no Z. Nope, it's it's empty. There's no sign of human life. 
Is there a fire or hot coals? You said it was smoky. Yeah, like over in the corner, there's like an earthen uh, fire fire pit fireplace uh and that has like embers going and so the puffing and the chuffing that you're seeing coming out of the corner of the little of the little cabin comes from that well he must be near yeah there's a fire in his hearth i keep going towards the tree where i heard the chopping oh okay so you are you're heading off independent of the party yep well my friends got me covered with the sling I'm I'm standing so I'm standing back so okay. I can see uh, what uh, Berzon has or at least hear what he has said like uh-huh. this place is just a hovel okay um, and then I can see I guess wherever that might like whatever the triangle might be okay uh, so so Alaric Alaric's uh, backside, his ample dwarven backside. You see the Ironborn heading down slope, and at this point, he's moved off of what would pass for the for the the stony trail that you followed up here, and he's on the the downslope side of that trail, getting into a thicket of some some shrubbery. Uh, Alaric, as you get closer, you see the the back sinewy side. Of a man, and this is an older man. He has uh, a bald top and just crazy, crazy, like white, wiry hair bursting out from all of the sides. So he's the classic, like, uh, you know, bald, but we not gotta get back a, to the graveyard not, party. not had a haircut in some time. And this old man has turned away from you and is working his damnedest to fell uh, one of the small ironwood trees that's that's growing there on the side of the slope. I call out, uh, Ho, Crypt Keeper Zeke. We come to pay our respects. He's, uh, he just, he just keeps chopping away. How close are you? Uh, 10 yards. Okay. Yeah, he's just, he's just chopping away. I move within five yards. Okay. And repeat my greeting. Or how are you calling to him? Oh, Crypt Keeper Zeke. Okay. We come to pay our respects. So you uh, you come up closer and you're hollering at him and he, he stops. Like on the upswing, he's got the axe like over his shoulder, almost like Louisville slugger, slugger style. He's about to like take another swing as you say like, oh, Zeke. And, and with that, you see like a wily owl, like just buggy eye look over his shoulder and, and catch you and... He turns around and you've got this just hulking like this guy. He's not a giant. I mean, he's just like a six plus foot tall, old ass, like sinewy man. And he just looks at you with bug eyes and he's he's got this, you know, double bit axe in his hand. (laughs) And he just looks at you madly. And with that, he says, wait just a minute. And he he lets the axe clatter to the ground and he walks over to like his satchel, which you didn't notice before. And he pulls up this this old ass like uh, like horn and puts it up to his ear. And he says, "What's that you say?" <laughs> He's deep. Are, are you the crypt keeper known as Zeke? I'm. I am Zeke. I. I don't. I don't know about no pits. But this is your graveyard. Caves. This ain't no caveyard. Oh, boy. 
I motion behind me to my friend uh, Grigory, the Preternatural, who is silver-tongued thus far in our adventure. Uh, and I ask him to come communicate it's interesting more clearly because with my friend Zeke. Really, my charisma is uh, 11. So, uh, uh, average. He just delivers the hard sell. Uh, but I've got big words. I've got the best words. <laughs> I did it again. Damn it. <laughs> You're going to make the, the Northlands great again. Uh, I I say to Zeke, we go to Death Frost Doom. Okay, so you're coming up on on this this parlay that's going on. Yeah. Like you you get sight of this and you see this this hulking, uh, like frazzled old man. <laughs> He's got this this auroch horn like plugged into his ear so he can catch the words of the ironborn dwarf in front of him. And so you're going to have to like get up beside him and kind of be talking towards it because you're, uh, you're you're sure. a human, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're you're asking these questions, and and he just says, "Huh? Well, let, let's let's go back up to the house and get us a bite to eat." And so he picks up his he picks up his his axe, oh, okay, and his satchel, <laughs> and uh, he's got his he's got his uh, you know. His his ear his earphone his earbuds his earphone <laughs> and uh, he's he's taking great strides. You would not want to get into a tangle with this dude. He's just big, like he's just he's big, he but he's old. He doesn't know that somebody is like at his doorway, <laughs> which is cool. And there's no way we can like say our friend is already up there. I'll try. I will try to say that our friend is there at the house waiting for us. He's just he's just plowing along. Who knows <laughs> he if he's already or not. Okay. Uh, so what do you do in Brazon? I'm going to wander off to where the guys went because, I mean, there's nobody in the house. There's no reason to, like, go inside. Okay. So so you come up and you, I mean, you are basically walking down to the guys as, as the guys and Zeke are coming up. And so you all sort of get to the entrance of Zeke's abode. And he says, don't be strangers. Come on in. And he he. Like, you know, basically comes on into his his shitty old cabin and he, you know, is, uh, you know, making space, like clearing out like a couple grain sacks and laying them over so that you guys can sit on them. While, and he like sort of like plops down on his cot. So he's got like his, his big old legs up and he's like posted up there and he's got his his ear horn up. OK, well, I'll go in and sit down and and I'll say, uh, well met friend Zeke. He says, it's, it's good to see some people. It's good to see you, sir. And uh, uh, I say, um, here, a gift to share uh, while we share your, your home for the moment. And I pull out the little bottle of Applejack from uh, okay. Green Belt. He, uh, he pops, the, pops a cork and he takes a, takes a sniff. He, like he's snorting like damn near close to the, to the mouth of the bottle. Getting it snotty. <laughs> you, wouldn't wanna, <laughs> you wouldn't even necessarily want to like take this back afterwards. Oh, but he, he, gets a, he gets a grin on we his face. We can wipe it off. And he, he glug, 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 glugs. And it's, you it's know, gone. like, no, no, no. There's still some in there. And he passes it back to you. You know, you're passing the flask around at this point. All right. Well, uh, that's, that's uh, pure, pure grade alcohol right there. So it's going to kill whatever germs. <laughs> so I'm not scared. Okay. So I'll, I'll, take, I'll take a chug and I'll pass it to the next person. Okay. Brazon. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wipe the mouth of it off because I don't trust either of these two, okay. and uh, <laughs> like with my sleeve and like 
not even try to hide that I'm wiping it off and then take a little bit of a drink and then pass it on. All right. So uh, the Ironborn, there's there's about, you know, a finger left there that you can sort of feel in the in the in the bottle. Down the hatch. All right. You guys Over finish. the lips, through the gums. <laughs> Look out, <laughs> belly. Here it comes. <laughs> so you take it down. Uh, Y'all got a little bit of that fire in your belly at this point. And you can you can relax in here, you know, for all of his uh, fearsome appearance at the front end. Zeke seems to be a nice guy, and he's he's accommodating, and he'll be able to answer any questions you might have. Good. This is not how I thought this encounter was going to go. So, what can you tell us of the Death Frost? And I'm I'm going to be like, no, no, no. What's with the animal skins first? Uh, he'll say, well. When I was young, here on the mountain, uh, there was a great evil, and it was destroyed, but not before not before so many other lives were lost. So, to this day, I'm 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 trying to uh, enumerate the dead. So you get a sense, and I mean that's that's me like shortening things up here. He's trying to take a full accounting of like all of the people that he says have died and are found in the cemetery upslope that you haven't seen yet. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's transcribing graves onto these skins and hanging them up. That's yeah. He, he gives a, he gives a nod and he says, that's it. These, these are my legacy. Uh, they killed children too. Uh, they did things and they had names. I'll put every name I can find on one of these, his skins. I used to make carns and statues, but they were too many. There was just too many dead and not enough rocks. More animals up here than rocks? I mean, who knows, dude? This guy's crazy. <laughs> who knows what he's going through? That's a good crazy that, laugh right there. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, well, that's, that's a noble thing you're doing, Zeke. Uh what was what what was the evil? He you can't get a straight answer from him. You get the sense that it was people and he mentions that they they were like baby killers and that they were killing everybody, young and old. Uh, but you don't get a sense of who like air quotes they are. Were there were there that many people that lived on the mountain then? To, to fill a graveyard and to kill babies and things like it, there's nobody here now. You would think that there was that this was a, a teeming metropolis back in the day. Mm-hmm. Well, it could have been. I mean, if they're mining the mountain or something. From what you know of the the history here in the Griff Mountains, that that could be the case. I mean, people have been here for a long time. The keep itself that you came from has been standing for a long time and that's that is a like a that's a fixture here all across the region and that's something that's that's been there that that castle that area is has long held a presence and when i say long i mean generations like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years okay uh is is are there any more of these killers left up the up on the mountain zeke no it's been doomed for years i say doomed death frost doom okay is there treasure in the mountains, Zeke? Mm. Mm. There's nothing up there but, but, but darkness and coldness. Nope. That, that sounds like a dwarven proverb. 
Uh, he gets a bit worked up. He's excitable. He's, he's a tad bit excitable, this well, guy. He's caught a buzz <laughs> off this uh, this liquor. And he, who knows how long since he last saw people. Yeah. Okay. Are there monsters? Monsters. Under under the ground. Like uh, like the dead? He says, everybody's dead. He's yeah. But the, do the dead return to life? He looks darkly at the ground. He says... Uh, he's he's almost like praying fervently, and he gives the, you know, the the, the sign of the of the low one, the, like the the devil horns that you referred to earlier, and and he's he's kind of withdrawn and almost like, like he he's non communicative at this point, but okay. it's it's just because he's like maybe I don't know maybe he's given a little bit of a of a prayer to himself or maybe he's <laughs> rehashing some 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 previous experience. Uh, this is the end of the day, right? Like we've we've traveled most of the day, and yeah, this is middle of the day, mid afternoon at this mid point. Mid afternoon, yeah. okay. Um, is he sundowning? But but no, he's not. He's not sundowning per se. But he's he's a cra- <laughs> he's a crazy old coot. And at this point, you guys have jarred him, and he'll he'll start talking here in a second. But he's definitely uh, uh, a little bit uh, rattled with this talk of monsters and 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 things in the ground. There's there's definitely monsters up there, and undead. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt his his quietness. I'm like Zeke. I, I seek the sword of Aldheim. Uh, he he doesn't. He says swords swords do you no good here. All you need is to see the names of all of those dead, all of those dead on the headstones on all those wooden boards. I asked Zeke if he would like another drink. He, he, if you're offering like a skin towards him, he'll take it up for sure and, and, and take a take a pull on it. All right, here's my wine skin, Zeke. Yeah, he'll he'll drink heartily. This guy, I mean, you haven't seen Big him drink fella. anything else since he came back, and he was like chopping wildly on a tree. <laughs> he surely woke like worked up a worked up a little bit of a thirst doing that, and he. He's, he slams back some of the cider, uh, and he he gives it back you and back to you and gives a nod of, of approval. I'm I'm a, I'm a bit worried about where we're gonna stay tonight because we're gonna stay here. Nice to stay here, but I'm a little worried about Zeke. If we stay here, I think we should set a watch. Yeah, I, I don't think that we should all go to sleep with with Zeke. No. Well, I wasn't going to sleep with Zeke. No, no, no. Well, I, I, I wasn't either. I think, yeah, Zeke's got some stories that he's not sharing quite yet. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If we, uh, he, ju- he literally just met us. Maybe we need maybe need, we need to earn his trust a bit more. Maybe. we got to stare deep into a fire with him. That's where a man trusts another man or a dwarf. That's true. I have to pee as well. So Luke is back. If Let we, us all go pee. Okay, you want to take a bit? I'm going to stock up. I'm out of whiskey. Okay, Okay. get more whiskey. Let's pee.